0: Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Kenny White. Kenny White is the Chief Creativity Architect at FunWorks, a creative agency using psychology, neuroscience, and fun to generate extreme collaboration and progressive design thinking. Well, good afternoon, Kenny. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited
1: to be here right now.
0: Same here, buddy. I appreciate the time. And uh, we both got a lot of energy going and uh, I I really appreciate that. So this is awesome. And I love to spend a little time before we get on the podcast just to kind of get to know you. So thank you. So Kenny, I'm going to jump into the questions. Um, You've got quite the career. Uh, I think it's amazing. It's, it's, it's spanned a lot of different industries and, and job titles, right? But you've been in project management marketing and PR, and now you're the co-founder and chief creativity architect of FunWorks, which is a mouthful, but it sounds, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds fun, but could you maybe share with us in our audience, the secret to your career
1: growth and what inspires you? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I, I really love this question. Um, you know, for me, around 10 years into my career. Uh, my wife and I had actually decided to take a year long sabbatical. And what we decided to do for the sabbatical is we're actually like, we bought an old VW van because we thought, Hey, it might break down and that'll be exciting to try and figure out what to do next. But we decided we were going to drive from Alaska to Patagonia. And the first part of that trip, we had an agenda and we had a schedule, right? It was almost like traveling, like for vacation. We're going to go here. We're going to take these pictures. It's going to be all exciting, you know, and we're going to have all these things to tell people about. And I got to be honest, it was like, it, it did those things and it was interesting, but it also was a little boring after a while. Like a year of that is just like, a few months of that was, was really unsatisfying. And so then we, we just kind of looked at it, it was like, okay, how do we switch this up? And so the second part of that trip, we threw out the agenda. And so we were still headed south, but instead what we did is we just started to pay closer attention to you know the opportunities in the moment, what's around us. You know, if a place felt right, even if like we had an idea of like, oh, hey, I want to be in this town. We'd be like, no, this town feels right. And so we'd end up in the middle of the Guatemalan jungle for three months, for instance. Like that's just something that happened to me. And, you know, we got to know lots of people. And then as we got to know people, they'd help us figure out like the next opportunity. And the reason I tell this story and relate to my career is I actually think you should treat your career like an adventure. Right. Like have a direction, but don't necessarily pre-plan too many stops along the way. Because um, I think it actually distracts you from the opportunities around you, and me just kind of following this this path and and following what was interesting to me somehow led me back to San Francisco and helping co-found FunWorks. So I was I was still in the like I was actually a year into the trip about to go to Columbia when FunWorks just kind of accidentally happened. Um, and so if I again if I look back at my career, a lot of the biggest steps in my life was that it was like seeing the opportunity that was in front of me. And so that would be my advice to, to folks as they're growing their career.
0: That's awesome. I think that's, you know, I hear about that a lot where people just kind of, you know, throw caution to the wind and just say, Hey, let's just do this. Let's do it on our own terms. And that is an awesome story. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. that, that is, that, that's, that's just awesome. And I, I wish more and more people would do that just to kind of say, Hey, let go flush the fear and just just go for it. So Kenny, thanks for sharing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the pandemic, you know, as you know, everybody globally has had to make these major shifts, right? This new normal. Mm-hmm. Could you share with us what you are doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, again, I think just looking at it from my job, my role, what I do is I kind of go back to some of the things um, we use when talking about creativity. And and one of the things we learned is that whenever the brain is stressed, like when you're in a pandemic, the brain is more likely to go into flight, fight, or freeze mode, right? And, and in that state, studies have shown that your brain is less likely to make those new and novel connections, those things that make creativity thrive, right? Like it, it'll actually privilege existing thought patterns. Um, and the way we always talk about it internally and uh, that we've seen from studies, they say like neurons that fire together, wire together, right? So if your company thrives on creative problem solving, like mine does, this is, this is a real challenge because you've got all these really smart creative people, but their brains just aren't in the right mind uh, set or yeah, in the right mind state to, um, to actually make some of the connections you need them to make and to work at their full potential. And so as a leader, um, again, I see it as a big part of my job to actually help my team access the other parts of their brain so they can make those new connections and experiment and adapt to the uncertain times. And so at our company, we actually made 2021 the year of fundamentum is what we're calling it. And it's all about like, how do we use the science of fun uh, to get our whole team connected and in creative flow? And so there's all sorts of like things I'm pulling from to kind of like make that happen and bring that to life. The biggest ones um, I'd actually kind of pull from Linda Hill who wrote a whole book on creative collaboration, but you know, creative agility and how do you make sure you kind of put the focus on coming up with lots of ideas versus the right ideas. It helps loosen people up. Creative modalities and how you get people to look at problems in new ways creative resolution and how you just kind of land the plane uh, once you've got all these new ideas. And, and probably the one that I'm still working on the most this year is creative abrasion. We're called fun works, but you really do need some of that tension to get to the best ideas. And so those are kind of the, the tools that I use and just kind of the philosophy that I have kind of in helping enable my team during a pandemic.
0: That's awesome. You know, keep your head above water, smile and, and keep your staff <laughs> engaged. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that's all I can say about it. It's just simply amazing. (laughs) I I appreciate you sharing that with us. And and I hope that the energy and the positivity that you're sharing will, will spread across our global readership and, and maybe we'll inspire others to do the same. So. And
1: and you know, the one thing I'd say is like, I think there's a lot of things I said there, but like if there was one takeaway, I'd say, I think one of the most powerful things that we've done is we just shifted to a mindset of experimentation. Like I think innovation gets used a lot, but experimentation, I think just makes people feel a little bit safer and trying lots of things. And it, as soon as the pandemic hit, like I think my team ran experiments every single week of like how we get this in-person process moved to a virtual world. And it was, I mean, there were some really weird <laughs> experiments that we tried and some that will never see the light of day again, but like just enabling that I think is what allowed us to get through the pandemic um, and kind of look at 2021 as like not a year of just like survival, but like how we get back to thriving again.
0: Yeah, no, you're right, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate that, Kenny. Really? Absolutely. And Kenny, are you leveraging in in your agency? Are you leveraging any new or emerging technology within your business? And if not, maybe it's a cool tool or app you've come across that you could share with us.
1: Yeah. So um, I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges that we face in our industry is that early stage thinking can be killed before it's had any time to actually develop. Um, You might call this like ugly, ugly duckling syndrome. I, I call it pink bunny syndrome just from a personal experience that I kind of had. <laughs> but, but essentially what happens is it's like, you know, people start to kill things way too early. And, and so we kind of look at it, we're like, okay, feedback is one of the most important parts of the creative process, but no one's really trained in giving good feedback, right? They, you're often just asked, okay, so what do you think? And so one thing we did is we actually created an app called Gut Check That's a feedback tool. And so we're helping for whoever it is that's giving us feedback. Maybe it's internal, maybe it's the client. We're giving them the criteria that we want them to judge the idea on, based on the where we're at in the process. And then we have them rate it on a scale of one to ten, based off of you know their gut in the moment. Like we were actually uh, having uh, dinner with a client once, and he's like, "Do you know how hard it is for me to give feedback?" He's like, I, "I've just seen the idea. You've been living with it for for weeks." And he's like, "I don't know what I think about it yet." but I definitely know it's an eight. It's like, I can't tell you why I don't have the logic yet, but I definitely know it's an eight. And so we kind of took that conversation and, and we built gut check and we found it has kind of two big benefits. I think one is it focuses the feedback on the most relevant points of the most relevant points for the stage we're in. And then and if, I, and if an idea is weak in one point, it doesn't necessarily kill the whole thing on the spot. We just get really focused on like, oh my God, this idea is incredibly like, breakthrough. Um, It's incredibly, um, you know, original and on brand. It's just not feasible yet. So let's not kill the idea. Let's actually just work on how we keep making it feasible. And so I think this has actually helped us, um, you know, get some of those really breakthrough and amazing ideas, like to the light of day, as opposed to getting killed while they're still in early stage form.
0: Awesome. I, I can't say it enough, but the energy that's coming through you, I can tell is why (laughs) you've been successful with your team with some of the things that you're doing. So that's awesome. And so Kenny, everybody wants to know a little bit more about Kenny White. So this last question here, could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in entrepreneurship or leadership, you know, share something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go with something really top of mind. Um, (laughs) First off, read the book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. I think it's amazing. Um, It's probably something I'm talking about with um, somebody every week uh, because it's really made me rethink my job and what I do as a leader. And what it did for me is it got me to reflect on, like, who is my team, right? Like, so I actually run the strategy team. They're the department that reports directly to me. And I think in the past, I was so focused on that team's success and their goals and meeting their clients. And what the book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, really – helped me see is that actually my first team is the leadership group, right? My first goals aren't my department's goals or my client's goals. It's my company's goals. Because as a leader, we need to be steering the ship and not necessarily, um, you know, serving all the clients on on the ship. And I think what that has led me to do is just, again, just make sure that the company is making real progress. And instead of just being busy and, you know, achieving uh, these things on a project, um, and I, it, it may sound really simple, but it's been really profound in the way that I spend my time because as anybody knows who's starting a business or as a leader, there's more than enough things to do. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's just been one of the most fun things that I've kind of, um, read in, in, um, in a while and, uh, a simple concept that's had a really profound effect on me.
0: Yeah, no, that's, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that book is amazing. I've read, it, uh, a couple of times actually over my career in the last uh, several years. So thanks for sharing that. And Kenny, I just want to let you know, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Awesome, me too. Thank you so much. Bye for now.